Oh, that's cracking, lovely people. Welcome to the Big Feed Up HQ podcast, episode 191. Short, sharp, solo show today with me, your host, Matt Gardner. I'm a performance nutritionist by trade. I began my career in professional rugby and outdoor endurance and adventure sports. More recently, I've worked in corporate wellness. I'm obsessed with helping people cut through all the nutritional noise, keeping it simple. I work in digital healthcare as a health coach for people with pre-diabetes and type 2 diabetes. So sporting blood sugar regulation, body composition change, health span. I'm a food fanatic and I love a bit of outdoor fizz. So if you're new to the show, please share it with someone. Ultimately, it's the only way the show will grow. If you like this, share it on uh, your social channels or pass it along to someone on WhatsApp or something like that. And you can subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you'll get the new episode. I'm currently doing one, two episodes a month, one with a guest and one a quick solo show like this. You can do me a solid and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, and the link is in the show notes for that. So really topical um, because I'll be going through uh, a few bits of my nutrition and uh, an ultramarathon coming up soon. And uh, the team that support me for this podcast and the products I'll be using during the ultramarathon as well come from 33 Fuel. So 33 Fuel produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products. And every morning I use a tablespoon of their greens powder, a tablespoon or two of their premium protein powder. And as I'll get onto in the show, I use their natural energy drink, their chia seed energy bars and um, gel sorry not bars they do protein bars and energy bars as well so you can claim 10% off by going to www.33fuel.com slash Nutrition, or you can just add Matt Gardner Nutrition into checkout so go on to 33 Fuel's website and check things out so today I'm just going to cover it for quite another maybe eight minutes or so I'll try and keep this a solo show to about 10 minutes uh, on all things long distance running for me so once a year I book an ultramarathon this is ultramarathon number six for me so definitely look back in your feed um, and you'll find one I think uh, ultramarathon number five is probably the most recent from last year I did one in December so this one is by a company called Endurance Life they've not paid me to speak about this I book it I pay for it myself I put the link in the, in the show notes and this is their Dorset edition. So 36.6 miles, um, a good chunky 7,027 uh, feet of ascent. Um, and it's interesting, they put some stats up from the uh, winners and the records from male, female. Obviously, I'm not chasing that at all, I just want to finish. So um, recording this, say, at the end of September um, and it's uh, ultramarathon in November. So with me... It's obviously purely down to how I do things. Hopefully you find this useful. Obviously you don't have to copy it. I'm not recommending you do what I do, but I thought you might be quite interested. Um, So for me, a kind of 87 kilos, ex kind of bit of a rugby player, you know, always enjoyed my strength training and running doesn't necessarily come that easy to me. I find the best blend for my training would be three runs a week and a couple of strength training sessions. So that's bodyweight exercises, um, doing things like yoga, doing things like um, using my kettlebell in the garden. Um, and I'll ramp things up. Living in, in London, obviously, um, I need to get out and get running. I'm not always going to have access to hills and things like that. So I will try to do maybe a couple at this stage, a couple of 10Ks, 11Ks a week, and then a 5 or 6K. Um, and three times a week just seems enough for me at the moment. 
I will over the next month or so as I'm coming closer to the race I'll, I'll push things up a bit and I'll probably do maybe one or two three to four hour runs um maybe on a Sunday twice a month but for me that progressive kind of running adding extra distance and adding extra time every week it just doesn't quite work um, the body will kick back into remembering how it feels to run longer distances because I've been doing one a year so I spend about four months or so training for an event like this um, and as I said I'll be running three times a week I'll probably add um, a run in once a month that's two to three hours long and then with a month or two before the race I'll probably increase that to maybe a four four hour bimble something like that and not being afraid to stop get some food get some hydration on board um, and then with my job I'm standing up a lot um, working in nutrition and sales and things so um, I will try to do 10-15 minutes of yoga a day if I can so I'll link uh, Blue Plate Planet I've had her on the show before I'll use her kind of 12 minute yoga um, so from a training perspective it'll be um, running three times a week and then adding in a longer run maybe once a month two two to three months out um, always getting some form of strength training in so a lot of leg cranks um, learned over the years by a chap called Ed Norman. I'll link to his information in the show notes as well. So lunging different directions, um, carrying a little bit of a weight like a kettlebell up some steps, um, doing lots of squats, jump squats, things like that. Um, and then just generally trying to keep a decent core. So moving a kettlebell and things around. So very simple, pushing and pulling, some yoga and then running three times a week to try and just feel strong and then obviously build build that um, kind of endurance tank keeping everything generally at conversation pace and then as I kind of get closer to the race it's wearing the things that um, I'm going to use on the race wearing the bag getting ready for putting things in the water bottles carrying things with me knowing what I need and practicing having that stuff on me um, if you're doing a race like this for the first time it's always important to simulate things and practice things see how you feel get your kit on um, strap your toes up and things if you need to find the right trainers that's the kind of stuff I'll get in in sync and I'll sort out um, so from the nutrition perspective on the day what I will use is uh, the 33 fuel um, their energy drink so I'll put five tablespoons into um, 500 mils of water one of my water bottles and then I'll keep another five tablespoons probably just um, put into a small bag and then put into my little race bag. I'll also have a couple of their chia seed energy gels filled up with water um, and I'll use, I've got some left over from the last kind of race last year, a company called Blue Fuel. Um, they have little caffeine gummies. You don't have to use these things, but for me, they work. I've tried caffeine chewing gum. I used to use that in the past and it hit the stomach quite hard. So I quite like these, these caffeine and energy gummies. I'll use those. I'll use the chia seed energy gels and I'll use the um, the, the natural energy drink. Um, but I always keep one water bottle just with water. Um, so for me, I don't get too much palate fatigue with kind of um, the flavours from some of the other drinks. So one's always water. One's always got carbohydrate in. Um, and for me, I'll obviously look at when the aid stations come in the race. Um, and over the years, I've just become a bit more confident with being able to manage my body. So before I was probably taking in a lot of um, nutrition early and making sure that my glycogen stores were topped up. But now over the years, as I've managed to kind of build build my body's um, kind of ability to burn a bit more fat for fuel, as long as I've done my carbohydrate loading prior to um, the event, you know, a day or two before, I feel quite confident with keeping it quite light over the first couple of hours. So I think for the race, unless 
things go madly wrong um, for the first two hours or so, I'll probably just sip on a little bit of water. Um, and then after the two hours or so, I'll, I'll start introducing the chia seed energy gels. Um, I'll start introducing a little bit of the energy drink as well if I'm sweating a bit more. Um, and then I'll have those uh, caffeine chewies and things probably as I try to hit the bit of the marathon mark. So I will, um, if things all go well, try to keep it liquid based up until the marathon mark. And, you know, look, I'm not running fast. It's not one of these things where I'm mashing it across a um you know, a road marathon where I'm trying to hit fast miles um, at best, even, you know, with some of the flats in this race, I doubt I'll be running much quicker than, you know, 10, 11, 12 minute miles. So I should be able to be okay going off liquids, but I will have some other things with me. I will take a little bit of flapjack. Um, I will take a little bit of the um, energy bars from 33 fuel and I'll use probably something salty um, at the aid stations if I can, crisps or something like that. Um, I'll probably take some fizzy electrolytes, I think a company called Noom I've used in the past to replace my salts. And then, you know, once the marathon mark's done for me, um, I can just start building into taking on the the um, next part of that race. So mentally it's thinking, OK, as long as I'm feeling good um, and I'm moving well, if my body does require a little bit more calories, and that's something where I'll probably try and choose something that's a little bit higher fat. Um, or, or, or if my body is feeling something that's a little bit sweeter, I'll use something that's a little bit sweeter. Um, so I'll always try and walk the uphills, no ego with that. And then downhills, I'll try and move a little bit quicker. And then it depends, you know, if it's a nice day, I'll be able to take layers off and get moving a bit more. But if it's not, you know, I'm just going to keep the body moving and um, I'll probably have lots of layers on and I might get soaked. Um, we'll probably go a little bit over the 10 minutes because I think it's important to mention probably my carbohydrate loading strategy. So from two days out, you know, I'll probably keep keep mobile, keep hydrated. I won't be doing um, much running or, or any strength training or anything like that. And I'll be trying to build my glycogen levels in, in my muscles and my liver. So I'll just simply switch across from brown, wholemeal, you know, high fiber foods to things that are a bit more simple and white. Um, I'll always respond quite well to oats, but I'll just flip into things easily like uh, white bread um, and bagels work really well for me. Um, certain cereals and things work well and then I'll actually will top up between I wouldn't do this generally on day-to-day -day lifestyle but I'll probably top up with um, an energy drink or something um, probably 33 fuel or if there's any deals on some drinks that have carbohydrates and things in them I'll sip those between meals um, a day or two out to start building my glycogen stores um, I always respond well to, to yogurts and fruits that's an easy way to get some more carbohydrates in fruits and things like that um, and I'll just probably a bit more often keep foods a little bit simpler so that the body can digest them well. And then I can retain a lot of uh, glycogen, and a lot of energy before I go. So I think um, I've had a few situations where I've done a few ultra marathons over the years and I haven't quite eaten enough a day or two before. Um, you think that you've had enough, but there's always more to put in there. So for me, I'll always try to load as best as I can go into the race feeling fresh knowing that I probably haven't quite ran enough but I've got really topped up glycogen stores um, and I'm feeling very fresh and I'm feeling ready to hit it so the day or two before the race switching to whiter forms of foods eating a bit more often to load my carbohydrate stores using energy drinks and things carbohydrate drinks to load up a bit more anything that's liquid or semi-solid like yogurts and, and fruits that can easily mash up will go down really well lower the veg intake a little bit, lower things that are generally perceived as, you know, healthy and higher fibre foods that I don't want taking a while to get through digestion wise. And then turning up to the race, 
feeling fresh, feeling good, feeling ready to go. Um, practicing my sports nutrition beforehand, having all of the kit and things that I'm wearing on beforehand, um, and then going out and enjoy it. So hopefully you found that useful, lovely people. Um, I'm doing an endurance life event, um, the Dorset edition. So they have some really great events. Um, you can do everything from 10K to half marathon to marathon to ultra marathon. For me, running three times a week um, will suffice. Um, obviously, it's going to hurt quite a lot. In November because I'm not going to replicate the amount of um, hills that I'm going to face but that low and slow approach is really key feeling good and feeling energized um, you know on the morning of the race not going into it feeling absolutely exhausted and um, practicing the nutrition beforehand loading up enough beforehand and for me I'll just probably use a lot of liquid nutrition on the day um, and electrolytes on the day so all the links you need in the show notes to Endurance Life, to 33 Fuel, to Ed Norman's training. Um, and what was the other thing that I'll probably put in there? I think that's it. So hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, thanks for listening. Um, episode 191 of the Big Feed Up HQ podcast.